0: All righty then. Well, welcome in my, my lovely NoQuest boys. Huge fan. I'm trying so desperately hard not to completely fangirl on you guys, just so you know. The the, the back of my brain is screaming.
1: We don't mind. Oh you god. can go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, all of our egos would be very okay with you fangirling a little bit.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, oh, totally right. fine. Oh, totally oh fine. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I can't stop smiling. I'm seriously dying and all I want to do is just go <laughs> in the background <laughs> constantly. So my All of you
2: to assume that we're not also fangirling
3: because we've seen your art and it's so fucking good
0: well quit inspiring me it's your it, fault it,
3: it's still on my wall it still remains there
0: oh my god that was the most flattering thing ever I'm like you want to buy a sketch okay
3: it's your the sketch best was very flattering it meant a lot to me so thank you
0: seriously just I, I I I no joke so Dan works super early in the morning right he gets up at like something some crack ridiculous hour like 4 35 in the morning and I go to bed at 5 in the morning so yeah I'm on my couch sketching that by the way just doing that he Mm -hmm. wakes up and he gets to wake up to that in the morning my random (laughs) sketches just so you're aware he he comes out stumbles all groggily in the morning I wait five minutes for him to at least like you know not be cross eyed and then I just slide my sketchbook over With no context, no words, no nothing. I just, 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 just literally like sliding across the desk.
2: Now, it did he was... recognize that it was Duran?
0: Oh. 1,000%. <laughs> Hell he yeah. Out. If he would have had liquid in his mouth, it would have been a spit take. Like, busted out laughing, dying at this.
2: Yeah, that when. Skin like we got a very hype message i think it was from terry just being like look at the discord look at the discord look at <laughs> and i looked and i was like oh it made my fucking week it was
3: incredible uh, a spit take would have happened the first time i saw it 100% well it's
2: funny my partner is an artist so we were at a party like just shortly after that and she was like oh they got their first like nsfw like fan art and every single person in the party was like, that's how you know you've made it. That's how you know you've made it. They were like, amazing, let me see it. And you had a whole room of artists just being like, this is the best thing I've ever seen.
0: Oh my God, that makes it a thousand times more flattering. It got shown off to so many other artists. Oh my God.
2: You spiced up the barbecue, let's, let's say that.
0: You, you know what? I will chalk that up for a win in life. That's going on the victory life wall. Okay, now that I'm gonna catch my breath, welcome in, guys. <laughs> for for what the dice this year, we decided for our three-year anniversary, because in January we'll be officially out, released to the public for all the wonderful earballs for three years. And instead of doing congratulations. another congratulations, thank you, thank you. Instead of doing another uh, Q and A about us. And you know being all selfish, we wanted to do a QA about all the podcasts that one not only inspired us to get into podcasting, but we love and adore. Um, and just so you know, as soon as Dan pitched that, I was like, no quest is mine. You can fuck off. You. <laughs> so you're you aware. So I told my husband he could fuck off and you guys were mine. He can <laughs> interview everybody else.
3: We are we're proud and. It's very thank flattering. You. thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you, thank you. So in case you I sent you guys the questions, so you at least had like a little bit of a prep so you weren't like shocked and awe. The way this will work is somebody will roll a D6 to figure out what category we'll start with, and somebody can then roll to see what number you guys want to start with. Okay. Right, right. So assign a designated roll E or you can all roll a die for each however you wanna do it, as far as order of operations.
3: Well, I'm currently holding a D6, so got to this... be
2: Terry.
0: Got to be Terry. All right, we'll Terry, get it all roll. we'll set him ah, we It's got only going to be ones. Only going to be ones. Now, hopefully we get some, some mixtures going on in there. But I do have a quick question for you guys before we start. Sure. Are you guys ready to rock?
3: Hey. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and are you <laughs> ready to not. roll? Sorry, I had to. <laughs> it's
1: so much. It's, I love it's it. It's fun to be on the other side of that. Dane's gonna send his fleet of lawyers after you.
0: So specifically for Dane, then, are you ready to rock? I am. Are you ready to roll?
3: Oh, you know I am.
0: All right, then somebody warm up a d6.
3: Got it. I got it. It's nice and warm. I've been just shaking it this whole time.
0: All right, then roll that beautiful d6 footage.
3: Uh, we're starting off with a solid three.
0: Ooh, so a three nets you in the What the Dice Special. So this is the fun, uh, whimsical questions. Now, who wants to roll the D4 to see what question you get?
1: I'll do it. Why not? Let's, let's go.
0: All right, Dane up at the bat.
3: Uh, that's a one.
0: Most embarrassing thing you've done in a game.
3: I have an answer for Dane, but I don't know for myself.
0: That's all right. Oh. You all get to answer this.
3: I've got an answer for Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good.
0: <laughs> you can answer for each other. I like that. That's that's fun.
1: Uh, I please, speak. I I don't uh, Terry. Please hit me with with my
3: embarrassment. I can't think of. Um, there was one in particular. It was the Return of the Rune Lords one, and I described like this pit with some water, and before any other questions happened, you were like, "All right, I'm going in." You. have dunk down some like water breathe and everything and just like dive into it. And I think you used up two solid potions <laughs> on the way in and it was like two feet of water with nothing at the bottom. It was I remember that. that that's oh. the that's the one moment that pops into mind, but I'm trying to think of more embarrassing than that.
1: It's hard to like think of things that I've done that's embarrassing, especially like in terms of the podcast, because you do have to sort of like I do so many stupid voices that <laughs> I kinda have to like shed all idea of shame
0: well this can be any game (laughs) this is the part like you know it doesn't have to be directly for your podcast it can be anything in any game
2: i'll hit you with terry's well yeah please i'm wondering Uh, and you know about this one because i already mentioned it in a previous stream that we did but uh once terry was gming and he was describing a room and he wanted to say it smelled like incense but he did say it smells like incest.
0: <laughs> no, no, and it was
2: fucking great.
3: We died.
0: Oh yep, yep, that's a wonderful wordplay. Oh, I'll take it.
3: I guess that's mine. I forgot about that. I guess I just bury the uh the embarrassing moments and just don't think about it.
2: I think Dane's gonna hit me with mine then if we're all getting yeah. somebody else's, and I'm terrified.
1: Fuck, man, I don't know. Like I don't I don't register things as embarrassing because usually the embarrassing things are hilarious. So I think of them as like hilarious stuff. Um, okay, i got to think of something that Niall has done. I'm trying to think Like in a game. Yeah.
2: See, I'm so have... embarrassing. It's hard to choose from. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. I do know like the first time I guessed it on a podcast, I did something embarrassing.
3: Oh, that's right. like.
2: But, like, I wasn't playing the game. I was just talking about Supernatural.
3: What, what, what did you do? Yeah,
0: now I, like, I want to know.
2: Well, I was drinking like a, a stout and I was wearing a white t-shirt and like I was a little nervous or distracted or something, but I just spilt it like all over myself. And it was <laughs> like, luckily, the video actually, I don't know. I don't think the video was recorded, but like, yeah, it was pretty bad. I was like, "Yep, yeah, cool. I'm a professional. Look at me.
0: <laughs> professional moments totally intended.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I don't know if I. I can't think of anything like embarrassing. Embarrassing.
0: Okay. So your favorite funny moment? Since you said you kind of more like file cabinet that in your brain as a funny moment. What's your favorite funny moment?
1: Um, I think it's honestly I think the uh, very first campaign we ever played. Uh, again, not embarrassing or, or particularly hilarious, but it's it's something that stuck with me for fucking ever. Because we were we were playing Rise of the Rune Lords as the like Pathfinder, it's meant to be like the first one. It introduces you a bunch of concepts. Uh, so we were playing through Rise of the Rune Lords, and our GM at the time was trying to like get us together at the way that like you know you 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 introduce the party and be like, oh, you're walking down the the road and and you know you bump into this person. But everyone was so awkward and uncomfortable. It was all of our first times playing a TTRPG, so it was like the Rogue was like, no, I'm gonna like hide in on the rooftops and like not be seen, and the other guy was like, I'm walking off the path in the woods so no one sees me, and that was like how it was, and I remember when it got to Nile and I, uh, no one had interacted, and it got to the point where we were just like, no, we're best friends we know everything about each other we are, we're like we're from this town, because it was the only way we could get anyone together and to me, it was so fucking funny that it got to the point where like if Nile and I had been as awkward as everyone else the game just like wouldn't have started I
2: it
0: took do like know those moments.
1: over an
2: hour probably and then yeah me and Dane just coming up with this backstory on the fly being like yep yeah, best friends always hang out we're right here we live here uh yeah let's go
0: let's find a way for everybody to talk
2: and then just like bullying our way into like oh there's this person we find over here
0: dude like game set up and getting a crew together like everyone in the tower i'm just gonna talk to this joe Smo over here and like suddenly rope ourselves into something no, no. i understand that plot device
2: can we ask yeah, the... you the question right back
0: okay sure why not i'll play that game most embarrassing thing i've done in a game although i wasn't prepared for this um
1: it's a tough question it, it really,
0: is tough. it is even in, like Life. I think when I was doing Twitch streaming somebody asked me like what the most embarrassing thing that I had done and I'm like, uh, Just trailed on for five minutes, not knowing how to answer that. I well, think fair. it is, so Dan used to do private games and it was a Star Wars campaign. And I think it's not necessarily an embarrassing moment, but it's a, a memorable, I got so stumped on trying to solve a, a puzzle in one of the dungeons that we were in that I literally just had my character just sit down and give up. She's just like, nope, not doing it, can't do it, that's it, I'm out. And she couldn't exit thing that, like it was an escape area of a room. I could not figure out how in the world to solve this problem. I had tried everything, rolling in, rolling, all the things, all of the GM help, and I was just like, that's it, and just sat down until Dan got the, the idea if he made the puzzle too hard that I could not figure it out. Just gave up entirely in character. Oh no. <laughs> he learned, I learned. It was funny. He's like, okay, you were really close with this, but you just needed like this slight thing. And I was like, eh, eh. So we made it still fun. It was It was private games, but I think that's probably the thing that stuck out the most is I just gave up flat out in character.
1: I learned very early that trying to put in actual riddles and puzzles <laughs> in a game just doesn't fucking work. No, it does not. Absolutely not.
0: No, yeah. it really. Yeah, because you're assuming they're going to they're going to Puzzles suck. They're hard. Love sure, them, we, but they're hard.
2: Even when we were like briefly detectives in the like the arc facility, we were not good at it. No,
3: nope. no, we sure we were weren't not good at, it at all.
0: Oh, puzzles. All right. So, in between each question, I want you guys to tell me about who you are. Tell us about No Quest for the Wicked.
1: Uh, okay. Um, we you
0: know, a little pop are... to speech.
1: Yeah. Uh, we are an actual play podcast where we use Paizo's uh, space opera system, Starfinder. It's very similar to uh, pretty much anything you might be familiar with, like D&D Pathfinder, but in space and sci-fi uh related so instead of just like swords and shields you have laser swords and laser shields um we are a fairly narrative heavy uh, rules light, action focused uh, story. So it's very character driven, very narrative focused. Um, we still do all the the roles and all the, the the combat and stuff that you're used to in an actual play. Um, but it very much is we we are heavily invested in the story that we're telling. Uh, and I think that is our sort of like greatest strength is just sort of being like we we want you to feel like you're you're listening to a radio drama that gets heavily influenced by how bad the boys roll.
0: or how good they roll
1: but generally bad
0: (laughs) yes you guys are notorious for one so much so if I remember right we bought you dice
2: yeah I remember (laughs) (laughs) both because our rolls were so bad and because I only had two sets and that was apparently not okay
0: (laughs) not acceptable absolutely not
2: and now I've been fully transformed into a dice grandma so well done
0: nice nice all right, it is time for roll number two. So whoever's rolling that D6, roll that Jack, D6 again.
3: Am I going to keep doing it? All right. All you, Terry. We got a one.
0: Ooh, show-based question. Now, who wants to roll the D4 for the show-based question?
2: I rolled it there, and I
3: also got a one. OK.
0: Ooh, OK, well, this is going to be a fun one. How did you come up with your show name?
3: That all goes to Niall. All that credit. Uh, That's funny because I
2: actually did come up with the show name.
0: Oh, tell us how.
2: It's not a great story. The story is we just kind of went on and spewed a lot of stuff in the chat, most of it absolute trash. And, you know, we our aim was we wanted to come up with a name that was would stand out, you know, uh, and also would be usable over multiple campaigns with, you know, maybe different genres because we planned to do this for a while, you know what I mean? So, like, maybe Season 2 is Starfinder, but, you know, a different vibe. Or maybe it's Pathfinder, or maybe it's, you know, whatever. Uh, we kind of wanted longevity, we wanted to stand out, and we obviously wanted it to be fun. Um, and yeah, we we tried a bunch, and eventually, I also really like puns, so.
0: You know, I love puns
2: yeah no quest for the wicked came out and it wasn't it was funny it wasn't even one of those ones where like we said it and everyone was like yep yeah, that's it it was said it kind of got some mm, okay and then it was just like i think feeling for it kind of grew stronger and stronger and that just became the name
0: hey it's always an interesting story to learn how you come up with a show name
1: i believe uh- one of the options and i, I every re- i think this is why we started going back to no quest was we got to the point where we we're coming up with names like uh i believe one of them was oops we crit our pants it yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely was and we were just like this is gone this is gone, we too, have gone far. too far i think our other
2: one we like the nearest kind of like runner was like tab the tavern or something
3: yeah that was All mine right. where it was like TVRN instead of that because i i don't know i i had a plan for it but no quest was definitely by far the best
0: I like it. And how everybody naturally shortens it for no quest. Like, yeah,
2: you know, it works. And on top of that, we've also done no rest for the wicked. We've done I rest for the wicked. We've done in, like in a quest. bunch of yeah, inquest for the wicked for our our interview. So the punnage just keeps going. Now we're punning on a pun.
0: That's beautiful. I'm all about the puns roll. Keep, keep the puns going always.
1: Funny, our most recent episode has a pun-focused subplot.
2: Yeah. And we recorded <sighs> it does, it this morning.
0: It sure does. <laughs> oh, I saw it released and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to listen to that after I interview them because then I'm, all I'm going to think about is is the episode. You and your cliffhangers, Dane, the amount of times I have cursed at you.
2: Yeah, like us two will be like, the worst thing is I'll like have an idea that we're getting near the end of an episode because of like, you know, the amount of time we've been recording. And I'm, like, dreading it. I'm, like, I know he's just going to hit us. He's going to hit us any second now. And he always does. And he
1: cuts off us all going, like,
3: what the fuck?
1: <laughs> it's very tempting oh, to beautiful. leave it in, but, like, it just ruins the music cues. So I always cut out the the, the chirping at the end.
0: Mm, sometimes they're good to leave in, and sometimes they're not. Like, I've learned a lot about editing process watching Dan, and then I'm his uh quality checker, so I re listen to every episode that we record and i'm like you forgot this here or hey you left this curse word in here so i'm just quality checker. i know that yeah
2: honestly i think one day we got to release the miller cut and it's just all the like all the cliffhangers with us being like
0: what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the not so friendly the not so friendly versions All right, so then a fun show question in between. I want to know all of your favorite moments from your podcast from oh, No Quest. That's
3: tough. There's there's a few. There's a few. One second.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I, I I work in like, I always imagine it as like a TV show or like an animated series or whatever. So like I I the, the moments that stand out are the ones that I think would make the best sort of like scenes or like things that people would like clip or share or whatever uh and i think for me it would probably be either the boss fight on surf in like the techno disco party fight or uh the fight in the uh, the boss fight again i don't want to say too much in case someone listens and i both of those are kind of spoilers who the who the fight is against um but Very the, quickly, uh,
2: we definitely should have called the podcast "Techno Disco
1: Party Fight." <laughs>
2: <It> <laughs> um, just rolls or, off the or
1: tongue. The, the the fight scene uh, or the boss fight in the uh, the Ark Research Facility at the end of uh,
3: *Sunka Menagerie*.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. I,
3: I think for me, um, and it, it's early, and I think that's why I like it because it kind of set a, a precedent for it. It's like the the cheek pouch bomb situation yeah. during the tra- the chase.
2: I was going to say that as well.
3: It feels like we wrote, came up with this plan beforehand about that when it was not the case and all improv and it just, everything flowed right. And I think I, I love that moment a lot.
0: I forgot about the cheek pouch. Oh my God, yes.
3: Yeah, that
2: the lightweight chase in general, because like it was one of the mo- the most stressful moments as a player because it's like episode three and four and it's like, so fucking intense and like it was just it was wild like I was sweating by the time we finished so that whole thing in general like just really got me excited about the podcast and I already was Um but I also think when Terry meets Professor Gregerton and dies laughing for
0: <laughs> like
3: <laughs> multiple minutes is
2: also very good
3: not many things make me laugh that hard that was well that was good yeah
0: one. that that killed you I remember that scene. that was beautiful
3: it was one of those like you're we laughing so hard you can't even breathe. You're just dying and just trying to gasp for. Yeah, it was it was good.
1: Yeah, I, I cut out some of that as well cuz it goes on <laughs> it goes on a while. I tried to leave as much as I could in, but like anytime where it, it, it is just like Terry off mic laughing, I cut out.
0: You left I think I personally think you left in just the right amount of you broke your player.
3: Yeah. I was... Yes.
1: Yeah, the the lightweight is a is a selling feature for me. One again because it is so early, but like a peek behind the curtain. That was meant to be like two skill checks, and like it, it was supposed to be a very quick segment uh, to get us to uh, the the sort of like villain reveal uh, that happens during it. And it like the boys just kept beefing their roles so fucking bad that I couldn't. In good conscience, be like, yeah, you did it with a fucking, you know, three. Good job. <laughs> we tried.
0: We tried so hard.
1: And so I kept like coming up with ways to like for them to to solve the problem, and then like it just they just kept doing like rolling bad on every sort of like out I was giving them. So like I, I kind of had to keep escalating it. So it went from being like meant to be like a fifteen minute, you know, couple skill checks. Yeah, you did it. You got away. To Oh, like an episode worth of
0: it was of literally conflict. an entire episode, just about of, of that whole chase. I love that scene, and I think my favorite moment out of that is I believe it was um Merrick that just yeeted somebody off the car with them, just Yip! rolled off yes. the car and fell.
1: Yeah, yeah, he rolls off the car onto the the one that Duren is under, or oh, uh, yeah, on, underneath.
2: Yeah, Duran falling and the school bus are the two things. The that van, I, yeah, the van. the van. I'm still <laughs> traumatized from the van.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. All right, before I start giggling too much about favorite moments in your show, because I could probably talk about for that, the rest of the night. Give me another D6 roll for our last question.
3: We Got a number two.
0: Ooh, you are going across the board. Hey, you landed in all three categories. I love it. So let's do one more D4 roll.
3: This one's you, Terry. What? Okay, uh, we'll yeah. find a D4. One second. Let's <laughs> <I wasn't ready. laughs> roll it for you if you want. No, I was no no. Hold on, Terry. I got hold very on.
2: spiky D4. I'm about to roll it. <laughs> it's hold a metal on. one, isn't hold it? On. No, it's not. But it's so fucking
0: sharp. Oh, it's like a super super uh super polished resin. Yeah, one.
2: it would like go through my foot. <laughs> I live in fear of the
3: day I lose it. Yeah, just roll it for me. I, I don't have a D4 on my person right this moment.
0: All right.
2: Uh, I got <laughs> another one. It's not a great D4, I guess.
0: That's all right. What is your favorite system? Gaming system, TTRPG system to play.
1: Man, that's, that's tough, because we've recently started branching out and playing different ones, but I think I have to go like OG Pathfinder First Edition.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, I think we kind of had that realization, like all of us recently, or at least I know uh, Dane and I did at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the first system that we played. Uh, it's the first it's the, the system that I got into originally with TTRPGs and just the like, I'm I'm very much a person who like, I won't lie. I love the min max. I love I love the like figuring out the best possible combination of shit. But I also like doing really dumb things. And I like building characters that are like flavorful, but useful. And I feel like 1E is the best system for that because you can literally come up like if you gave me the most insane character concept, I could probably build a viable character in 1E for it.
0: All right. So we've got the number lover, which Pathfinder is very, very welcoming for
3: yeah, I think we love that crunch. We, we like that tasty crunch. Though, if it wasn't 1E, Pathfinder 1E, I think Delta Green is a very close second. It's probably one of my favorite systems at all, ever. It's so good. It's so fun.
0: I don't know it. I've never oh, heard of Delta Green. It's so
3: good. It's a variant of Call of Cthulhu, so it's similar to that rule oh, system. Oh, okay. It's modern day, so it's like Call of Cthulhu meets X-Files, and it's... Oh, Okay, that, that
0: sounds really fun. I love Call of... I haven't played Call of Cthulhu, but I do like the Cthulhu mythos and the dark and the creepy and, and, and what have you. So that sounds like fun.
3: Highly recommend.
2: Yeah, yeah, Terry has run a bunch of Delta Green for us. And it's like, when I know it's coming up, I get so excited. But also it's so scary. And it's like, it it inflicts a toll on you. It's It's great. It's a crazy system. I love it.
3: Yeah it's, one, yeah, it's one of those systems that the wear of the character, like, their mental deterioration, their friendships, the things they believe in just slowly wear down over time, and it's like a mechanics, their mechanics in the game for it, and it's just so good for that type of storytelling. Yeah, the first, like, couple pages of the, like, handbook uh,
1: for playing it is like, hey, your character's gonna get absolutely wrecked, and that's the point. Like, th- these characters aren't this isn't a, a story about like your heroics. This is the story of how your character dies, and go.
0: Nice. So finally, they get rid of the everything's hero based. You you okay?
3: And what was interesting is N- Niall's character like lived the longest in our games. Like because characters kept dying, and his kind of lived, and in a way, he was kind of like worse off because of how long <laughs> he lasted. Yeah, it was really heartbreaking
2: because I was very attached to this guy and he just kept getting worse and worse and sadder and sadder and things just, you know, but it's also, I think, the only system we've ever had a TPK in. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. And
2: yeah. And we won by TPKing, so
1: it's 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 wild.
0: That sounds really intriguing.
1: My first character, I think, got off the easiest. I was just shot by the military.
0: Uh, Oh, instant, just dead
2: yeah my my partner was playing a nun and got i guess you got her in trouble but then she got you in trouble (laughs) or she had a chance to leave and then pull a gun so it didn't yeah
3: every opportunity to get out of there right
0: oh that's wonderful and so you're going to follow up with that's your favorite system too yeah yeah. you have a different one
2: Uh, i think for me it would probably be starfinder honestly Okay. I, I really, like, I really like 1E, and dipping back into it lately has kind of, like, been like, oh yeah, I do actually really love this. Um... But I think just, like, Starfinder just, like, coming to it, like, fresh and being able to pick up so much of it so easily because of 1E and just have it be so, like, different in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? Like, Starship Combat and, you know, Zero-G and just, like, familiar enough characters, but, like, totally different things, like, Vanguard is such a fun class, and... I just like the the novelty of it, while it still has so much that I love from Pathfinder. Uh, if it had like the expanse of options that One E had, I think it would be absolutely perfect. But I love it so, probably One E or that. But
1: yeah, fair. The, yeah, Starfinder, I, I will say, is probably like the best Paizo system, uh, in my opinion. Like, I, it, it gets everything right. It, it takes everything that like made 1e shine and kept it and then sort of like got rid of a lot of bloat um and then it didn't go as far as trying to like simplify things almost in a, a backwards way as 2e does uh so i think Starfinder really does a, a great job boiling down uh like giving you that satisfying crunch without making it too asinine in its rules
0: i know that actually just from listening to you you guys are one of two podcasts that I've listened to that's Starfinder-based, and I'm honestly looking really forward from when we hit our season three, we're planning on doing Starfinder. Season two Shadow Shadowrun, mm. season three is Starfinder, and I'm used to Dan running Star Wars, and I love his Star Wars. Oh, my God, that Thanks. campaign.
3: Which I Star Wars system?
0: It was the older one, the D20. Oh, I yes. Guess Nothing, nothing, go ahead. Okay, I know. I said I'd have to go double check on that one, but that one was a private campaign where he really like blossomed and he pulled in inspiration from special video games. So, like, the biggest thing in that campaign that he did was combining some of the aspects of Portal into Star Wars. That's fun. With the whole like m- sentient AI and, uh, puzzles and laboratories to like go through and stuff that's why it was like really puzzle heavy and i had the one character going that's it oh, i give up that was that was the bad <laughs> yeah that was that was that was the like all right that's it but i also had a ridiculous character called mina in there that that but anyways i'm tangenting but i'm looking forward oh. to star to Starfinder because of you guys
1: hell yeah so High honor. it's so good it's so good I want to throw out an honorable mention also to Blades in the Dark, which we have recently started playing like our home game. Like if someone's missing uh, for a week, we'll usually like do a, a quick Blades and the the ease of that system and the way it's set up, the fact that I can like, I don't think I've prepped a single thing for a Blades in the Dark session. I can just like run it It like if, at a moment's notice. Like right now we could play a Blades in the Dark game.
0: Just throw it in impromptu, roll some dice, let's go
1: pretty much it's like as long as you're confident in sort of like an improv sense as long as you you, the players are ready to just sort of like yeah we're gonna do things and we're gonna play Uh, like a a GM who is is confident and and capable of of on the fly can can really just run a session whenever and I think that is uh, a system that has that sort of flexibility is is, is isn't one to sort of like overlook it's it's a great little like tool to have in your back pocket
3: Oh, and just okay. storytelling-wise, it, like, I've never seen a system that builds off itself, like, story-wise, like, where whatever happened the last session, like, really matters the next session, and so on and so forth, and it just feels like you're building something together, it's really, it's so yeah. good.
2: It, you also are literally rewarded for role-playing, like, in, like, that's how you level up, really, you know what I mean? Because, like, you get stuff for working through your traumas, and your vices, and your background, and, like, that's so cool, because if you're playing with people who aren't usually great role players, it's like, it's all, it's more incentive to like, to do that, which I think is great.
0: It forces the role.
1: Yeah. And building up with Terry's is like, it's not even just session to session. I would say it's like, it's roll to roll because it's like, you're, you're sort of rolling with the punches and you, it, it's, it's, it's almost not beneficial to prep because the second they start, like, you have no idea what a player's going to do in any TTRPG uh, and when you have like this heist mechanic and they have, they have like the whole thing that uh, really sells me on blaze in the dark is um, you can flash back at any point in time and like retroactively say that you did a thing uh, as you learn new information so like there's really no way to prepare for what your players are going to do um, so just like from moment to moment everything is changing on the fly and it's it's all based on like what other people are doing and it's so much fun to like play in that space even like your your equipment
2: you don't pick it ahead of time you pick it as you use it up to a limit kind of deal so it's like to emulate that you know that professionalism and it's like you guys are pros at this like of course if you need a grappling hook you brought one right it's it's fun it's a great system
0: as long as you can actually make sense in the storyline you do it
2: yeah or you and, and it. there are there are ways to to you know manage that in game so it's not just bullshit but it's right great.
0: right you don't have it as long as you're not trying to power game it then it pretty much sounds like it balances out.
3: Yeah.
2: And if we're throwing out honorable mentions it's got to be Stewpot for me. Um
3: oh, probably Pot.
2: one of my favorite. like I don't know if I could say it's one of my favorite systems because I can't imagine playing it all the time because I feel like it's it's a every now and then game but we played that a while ago and it was one of the my favorite
0: things we've ever played. Nice. Very nice. Well, those are actually I learned about two new whole new systems today that we need to now go and explore. So I'm excited about that
2: for sure. It's great. Also, maybe we'll be doing a little uh, little shadow run guest with you guys at some point. And
0: oh, maybe, oh, we would be so excited to do collabing. That would be great. Oh, absolutely. We want we want to collab that. That's the whole thing with with running into shadow run, especially in our whole season, two. is it's so versatile. And we can do many collabs with things. So whether it's entire podcasters jumping in as like all four of you guys and being able to do, or even if it's just one of you for one can one thing and another for another, like collabing is the name of our game this season.
1: Love it, awesome. Yeah, we're so down.
0: Oh wow, he's so excited. Oh my god. All right. Well, then to polish this off. And in our lovely little interview, I want you guys, Dane, particularly you, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can listen to you. What's the main like socials you want to spam out to everybody?
1: Um, the social thing is easy. We are no quest cast on pretty much everything. We're on Blue Sky. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Uh, nile has been doing a great job making some really unhinged TikToks lately. I right. try. Um, and uh so we're we're kind of everywhere uh, it's really easy to find us no quest cast is across the board on every social media platform you'll find us uh if you want to take a listen and and check us out uh just head on over to noquestcast.com uh links to pretty much all the major platforms we're on uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a platform we're not on spotify apple podcasts uh good pods uh Podbean. We're everywhere. You you shouldn't have a hard time finding us, uh, but if you want to find the main sort of, like, sources, uh, just head on over to NoQuestCast.com.
0: And also your lovely Discord, which has a wonderful community.
1: You guys are the best. Also, importantly,
2: it has your art. <laughs> so, go check out our fan art, because, and I think that's one of the main selling points here, is like, if you listen to it, if you listen to our podcast, you'll understand what all this incredible art is referencing. So it's double win for you.
0: It's a double win for everybody.
2: But like for real, the like the I guess I gotta be vague, but the the ice, the ice. Dry, oh, that want to be that vague. Blew me away. Like I can't, I cannot describe how much that made my day. And like I know I said that earlier with the the again I'm being vague here the the Durin pick, but. Oh my God, they're just all so good. Like the the Rat Man. Ugh. Anyway, I'll stop gushing, but I just want to say thanks again because these are honestly so fucking cool.
0: Well, okay. Well, I have to return the gushing. Like, I okay. Professional artist, been doing art ever since I was like, yay tall to a grasshopper. Blah blah blah. Right. I, I have never done fan art. You guys have ran such a beautiful and in depth and captivating story. I made fan art. I've never made fan art for anybody else. So far, you guys are the only ones that I have actually done that, and multiple.
3: Like, thank you so much. Holy shit!
2: <laughs> absolute, absolute honor. Like honestly,
3: hundred percent. I agree. Wow. You thank you. All, thank you. Get me all teary eyed over I'm here. Same.
0: Here, I'm trying not to like. like I said, I'm, fan, tr- oh, I'm trying fan. to play
3: it cool. I'm
0: not Is gonna cry. You're crying. Uh, well that has been wonderful guys i am so honored you jumped on and you said yes and I got to like uh my fantasies my fantasies I love you guys too much
2: you guys are amazing so thank you
1: pleasure yeah, thank you thank you very much for having us and and once again congratulations on three years Why, yeah that's you. wild
0: we we're, we're surprised to be here we really are we're we- we don't know what to do with ourselves, so that's why we're we're like screw it. We're we're bringing in the community. We want to interview everybody, and if this turns into a five-hour-long episode, then who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I have set you guys free. Thank you so much again from oh, the bottom thank of you. my heart.
2: This
3: is a lot you. of fun.
1: I enjoyed it. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Let's uh, let's get a collab going soon. Yes, hundred percent.
0: Hundred percent, absolutely. I will tell Dan so he can make the plans and figure out hope you guys are ready to roll some Shadowrun.
2: I have no idea what Shadowrun even is, so I can't wait.
0: <laughs> my oh, bo- My okay. body is ready. <laughs> take, take the 80s ideal of what the future looks like, Soul. right? <laughs> so it's like retro grunge 80s thrown into the future with like high tech cybernetics and, and what have you, but it had a comet come back through the world and bring Magic back, so there are actual like magics and shaman, and dragons are not trustful. Never make a deal with a dragon, and it's it's grunge punk, futuresque. Love it. it. It is so much fun. So uh, we're we're running into that at season two. We're just finishing recording, um, our literal last like two uh, two hours of our campaign for season one. We're wrapping it up. It is out, literally two or three hours away from being done.
2: That's got to be a crazy feeling.
0: It really is. It's been a wild ride.
1: It's crazy because like, we're we're approaching the sort of finale as well for us. Like we we've probably got we're starting our probably like second last arc, uh, not next episode but like the the episode after that, uh, and then it's just sort of like it's all upwards to the finale from there.
0: Oh my god, I feel like such a conspiracy theory. I was like, I think I need to like. Pull back some because I went back listening to one of the most recent episodes and I was like, "Yeah, but this and this was said, which means this." Like, I almost started like getting a red string board, like they do in like old cop movies.
2: Yeah, it felt good when the uh, the theory like tab on our Discord was popping off the other day, which is fun. I, I, you know, my guess is good as your guys, but some of the theories were very scary and some were very good. So
0: (laughs) I'm excited. I'm hooked. I'm gonna go listen to your last episode, most recent episode.
2: No spoilers. I won't. No spoilers. No, no, don't it's say, dramatic. don't say
0: anything. But I'm pretty sure, spoiler, is probably gonna be another cliffhanger at the end of it.
2: Dame would never do that.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, straight straight and All right. Well, I love you guys. I'm a trap. I will keep you and keep gossiping. Go do whatever beautiful <laughs> things you have for the day.
2: Been a pleasure. Absolutely. Have a good night.
0: You too. Have a wonderful evening. I hope it. It. There,
3: Go. I love you. Go. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Bye. You rock. Congrats. Bye. You're
2: great. Bye.
1: Are you ready to rock? More importantly, are you ready to roll? Welcome to No Quest for the Wicked, an award winning sci fi actual play podcast using Paizo's space opera system, Starfinder. Stow away with us every other Wednesday's four best friends explore an entirely homebrew setting in a planet hopping adventure that plunges the crew of the Maverick into a political and cosmic conspiracy that doesn't just put their lives at risk, but the system and even the whole universe. Join Merrick, the four-armed warrior in self-imposed exile as he breaks tradition and forges his own path with a passion hotter than the Desert Sun. Dern, a former assassin running from his dark past, hoping to make a new life for himself. And Cody, an android with memory problems, an obsession with the 80s, and a desperate need to find the boy who made him. New episodes every Wednesday on NoQuestCast.com or your favorite podcasting app.